Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought me some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low, let it snow, let it snow. Let it snow, let it snow, let it... God damn, let it not snow anymore. (laughs) Oh, it is freezing cold. Another icy cold. You know, for somebody who named his podcast Chillin' with B, the B-Man does not like chilling. He is freezing his ass off, and this is not enjoyable. But, but at least we did miss the biggest storm that never was. That's what I'm dubbing this episode. Because uh, the other day, this past Monday, they predicted the horrible storm in the New York tri-state area. It was going to be record-breaking, two to three feet of snow. They closed down the roads. They shut down our jobs. At least we got paid for that one. Wow, miracles do exist. And all this other stuff. And um, they were dead wrong. Because uh, we ended up with about average 6 to 8 inches in most places. Yeah, there was the occasional place that got a foot. But very, very underrated storm. Which is fine by me. You know what? I still got the day off from work with pay. And it was nice to relax, stay home, play some video games. However, I do have an issue with what goes on every time... The news predicts the end of the world storms. The supermarkets become absolute hell. Now, I go to the supermarket every morning, you know, just for whatever, on the way to work. I pick up my lunch for the day, maybe a little snack, no more than four or five items. I go to the self-checkout, and I'm out. Well, when they were predicting the end of the world storm the other day, people would decide it's a good idea to get their emergency food in at the last minute because nobody has a home full of food. You know, everybody waits until the end of the world storm to decide it's a good idea to have food in your house. And it's just really chaotic. So I walked into my local stop and shop before work, and I walked right back out because it's I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with it. Lines were to the end of the store at 7.30 in the morning, which is they open up at 7. And every other time I go there, it's just not a big deal. And this was like panic. Like even if we did get two feet of snow, they act like they were never going to get out of their house. You know, we do live in a civilized generation where there is something called plows. And, you know, if you live in a city area especially, which we do, you're not going to be stuck for more than a day or two. At the most, make sure you have a little bit of water, some peanut butter and jelly, you'll be fine. Uh, That brings me to a little YouTube video I found very, very funny by a comedian. And I I don't have it in front of me. I forgot the guy's name. I should give him credit. But I'm going to put the YouTube video on the blog with the uploading of this recording. And that, of course, is chillinfb1.blogspot.com. So you go there. I'm going to play you the audio from the clip now and give you a brief description beforehand. It's basically a guy screaming and panicking that he has to get the bread and milk. And it's done like Blair Witch style where it looks like shaky cam, like camcorder kind of thing. And he's panicking, rushing out of his house and getting in the car. And he's like, I got to get the bread and milk, got to get the bread and milk. And I'm not doing it justice. So I'm going to play you the audio for that now. And then when we come back from that, we're going to go over the news this week. 
gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and milk. Oh my god, I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get, I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and milk. They said snow. I gotta get the bread and milk. Oh my god. I gotta get the bread. I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and milk. Oh my god. Alright guys, a little bit of news for you. Let's see what I can find. Uh, not a lot really going on this week, but I found a few things I think we can talk about, find interesting. Um, in gaming first, Borderlands, the handsome collection. So I don't know if you guys ever heard me talk in the past about Borderlands, especially Borderlands 2. Uh, definitely one of a favorite of the B-Mans. I put so many hours into Borderlands 2, both on the PC... Because I got it on the Steam sale one time, dirt cheap, and also on the Xbox 360. And I always said, too bad it wasn't on, you know, PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. I definitely would like to have played, you know, a maybe slightly better looking, updated uh, resolution type game of that and continue playing. And then they had put out the pre-sequel, which you get to play uh, with Handsome Jack and his crew. And that came out on the computer, and I was like, you know what, I kind of wish I could play that. Well, the B-Man's wishes are coming true. We actually have a release date and some information, Borderlands, the handsome collection. It seems you can get quite a bit for your money's worth. So you're going to get Borderlands 2, all of the expansions that came out with Borderlands 2. You're going to get the Borderlands pre-sequel, and I think future content for that as well is included, I'm not sure. But you get all that in one game. And it is coming to the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Uh, we could expect a release date of March 24th, 2015. So that might make a good birthday gift for someone I know. We'll have to see. Uh, Borderlands is definitely a cool game. It's a first-person shooter. Has some so-shaded, cartoonish-looking graphics, but it works really well in this world. Tons of guns to play with. All different kind of, uh, you know, special kind of abilities that they have. Whether it's fire damage, acid damage, uh, machine guns, snipers. Tons of stuff to choose from. So look forward to that. Alright, so we're approaching the end of January. Next week is February 2015. And with that, means we can look forward to our free games to come on the consoles with your subscription. Both Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus people get these free games every week. I don't know if you call them free because you are paying for the service. And if you give up the service, you don't have the game anymore, especially on the PlayStation Xbox, I think you do keep the games, but PlayStation, you do not. Regardless, uh, the uh, titles for next month's free titles have come out for PlayStation members. And uh, let's go through that list real quick. We got Transistor on the PlayStation 4. From the creators of Bastion, Transistor is a sci-fi-themed action RPG that invites you to wield an extraordinary weapon of unknown origin as you fight through a stunning, futuristic city. So, this is a game I did not get yet on the PlayStation 4. I always see it in the Play Store. But, uh, I had it on the computer. During Steam sale, I think it might have been the fall sale, I got it for like $5. I did play a little bit of it. I kind of like it. It's a very artistically, visually stunning game. Uh, the combat's kind of unique, and you got a talking sword. 
you lost your memory, but it's like you're getting back your memories as you play for the game. It's a cute, fun little title. I think it was nominated for, like, Game of the Year. I don't think it won, but a lot of sites really highly praised it, and I liked it. Um, you know, for $5, it was certainly worth a purchase, and for a free title, I'd say definitely download it and play it. I don't think you'll regret that, obviously. There's nothing to regret when it's free. All right, uh, what else do we have? On the PlayStation 4, we have a game called Apophian. That one I know nothing about. Uh, I'll tell you the description, though. The gods of Olympus have abandoned humanity, leaving you to perish without their benevolence. Take up arms against the gods. Climb Mount Olympus and take their divine powers for yourself to ensure mankind's survival. Now, looking at the screenshot for this game, it looks like... uh, The people who made that cartoon Samurai Jack might have something to do with this, the way it looks visually. Uh, Another indie game that we're getting (laughs) for free on the PlayStation Store. I think instead of calling it PlayStation 4, they should have called it PlayStation Indie, because that seems to be their specialty. Alright, not that that's necessarily a bad thing. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, On the PlayStation 3, uh, PlayStation Plus members are going to get Yakuza 4. Yakuza 4 lets you explore the city of Tokyo in an unprecedented level of detail. Experience every taboo in the underground world through the eyes of four revered men. Can you survive the dangers and temptations of the Japanese underworld? On PlayStation 3, you're also getting Thief. You are Garrett, the master thief. Step into the silent shoes of Garrett, a dark and solitary thief with an unrivaled set of skills. The most challenging heist, the most inaccessible loot, the best-kept secrets. Nothing is out of your reach. On the PlayStation Vita, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 3, this is a cross-buy game available for all, plus members. Rogue Legacy. A procedurally generated castle means every run is different. This is a rogue light. Your characters die, but with each passing, your lineage grows and becomes stronger. Tons of unique traits make every playthrough special, and with ten different classes to master, there's plenty of reason to come back for more punishment. Now, Rogue Legacy is a game we talked about a while back. I have put so many hours into that on the PlayStation. I actually bought it. It was cross-buy, so I had it on my Vita and my PlayStation 4, and I had a lot of fun with that. For those of you who have not played it, you're in for one hell of a treat. Um, If you don't mind dying a lot, because you will... But like the description says, you get to come back as a descendant, and each time you get a little bit more powerful as you unlock skills. And it's a really fun game. Plays a little bit like old-school Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, sort of like that side-scrolling action thing. A lot of fun. So look forward to that. And uh, what's last? Last on this list, we got a game called Kick and Fennec, and this is a PlayStation Vita game. Soon after waking up in a desolate but colorful world, Kick meets a small flying robot named Fennec. God, these names alone are driving me crazy. When Fennec saves Kick from a menacing guard robot, they find out Fennec's battery is broken. Together, they embark on an adventure to the core tower to find Fennec a new energy core. Whatever. It's free. I'm not going to say anything, but I think even as a free game, I don't know if I'm going to download it on my Vita. Um... Maybe you guys out there can, and let me know how it is. I got a month to decide, right? All right, so that rounds out PlayStation lineup for next month of free games you can expect. A couple of decent games on there, so check it out. I know I will. All right, so we told you what the PlayStation games would be for February. How about we tell you what Xbox games would be? You know, we got to be a little fair and even here, right? (laughs) So if you go to MajorNelson.com, 
Facebook.com. I don't want to promote the guy because I think he's a bit of a tool. I really can't stand him. I used to listen to his podcast, but he's so full of himself. The only problem is, despite that, he does work for Xbox. He does have the inside information. So from a news standpoint, yeah, you can go there to get news stories. It's just, I'm so tired of hearing about this guy always talking about how great he is and how he has, you know, got to interview this person and he knows this and knows that. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that being said, if you go to his blog, they got the uh, listing of what the free games are going to be next month. It's kind of sad, actually. I mean, these free games, hey, whatever. If you're paying the online fees strictly to get these free games on both consoles, I feel like you're kind of getting screwed. But if it's as a bonus, whatever. You know, we used to not get anything. It was just pay to play online, nothing else. So if you look at it as a bonus, fine. Anyway, that being said... On the Xbox One, we are going to get a game, which I don't even know what this is called, how you pronounce it, but it's the number sign, or pound sign, I-D-A-R-B. So what is that, number I-D-A-R-B? I have no idea what that's even supposed to mean. Uh, but anyway, that's going to be a game, and I looked at pictures of this, because I don't know what it was. It looks like something that would come out of the NES days. It's just so bad looking. Uh, what else we got? On the Xbox 360, we're going to have Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Now, that game got a lot of positive reviews. It looks pretty decent. I think you take control of both characters, and you got to work together to get past the game. So, I've heard good things about it. i heard the story's pretty good, and the controls work well. It's a nice-looking game. It's an example of an indie game that's actually pretty decent. So... You know, when they put out these 8-bit-looking crap, and they're like, oh, well, it's indie. You know what? There's a lot of indie games out there, and they don't look that bad. Um, same thing with Bastion, and also with a free game I mentioned earlier, Transistor, on the PlayStation 4. These are indie games, but they're halfway decent games. Then you get something like Binding of Isaac, and that is just the worst piece of crap that's ever come out. People love it. I mean, it looks like it's a Flash game you play on Newgrounds from 20 years ago. But that's a whole other story. I'm going off on a tangent, ain't I? Alright, so we got Brothers of Tale of Two Sons. That's pretty cool. That's on the 360. And also on the 360, you're going to get Sniper Elite V2. I guess that stands for version 2. So I guess the 360 guys, they're kind of doing better. They're getting the two games, whereas the Xbox One people, you're only getting this one 8-bit looking game that looks like it doesn't even belong in this era. But you know what? It is free. Can't complain. Maybe I will download it and I will tell you if it's any good. Alright, so that's it. Let's move on. Alright, so if you listen to me week after week, you know that I am enthusiastic and hopeful that the Batman v Superman is going to really be something to remember. Um, I liked Man of Steel. I know maybe I'm not in the popular crowd for liking it. I always uh, dispute that with people I know on the job and friends. Um, Luckily, my brother's in agreement. He thinks Man of Steel is a pretty badass movie, so we agree on that. But most people don't see that. And I'm excited for Batman v Superman. And you're going to hear about me talk about that over the next year until it comes out. So if you don't like it, goodbye. (laughs) This is my recording. I can talk about what I like. And you can do your own recording and talk about what you like. If you disagree, you're entitled to that. I'm not saying everybody has to love what the B-Man loves. But I am going to talk about that. Anyway, uh, Jason Momoa has come out. He talked about the character a little bit. He's going to debut the character Aquaman in this film. Uh, not much information come out. He's excited for the part. He thinks people are really going to like what the ideas that they have. Uh, they haven't done the filming yet, and the filming for the movie has wrapped up officially. So uh, experts are saying it's probably going to be a small cameo role, very tiny role. They'll just add in. 
But I'm excited to see what's done. You know, if you don't know who Jason Momoa is, he's the guy who played Conan, which that movie kind of failed, but I'm not blaming him for that. I think he's the great barbarian kind of type. That's his, his body was built for that. Okay, we'll put it like that. He also plays uh, Cal Drago, or Drago, in Game of Thrones, and I think he did a great job with that character. So, I have high hopes for him. So, anyway, uh, this movie comes out next March, I believe, and I am so pumped up. And we're going to get a lot more information. There should be a trailer coming out soon. I think I talked about that recently. There's another movie coming out by Warner Brothers uh, from the Wachowskis. Jupiter Ascending, which people are already saying is going to be crap. But whatever, keep an open mind. And um, there's supposedly this trailer might debut of that. So I can't wait to see what to expect. Alright, I am really scraping about it. I know there's not much really movie or TV news I can find. But let me see if I can find at least one more story to whet your appetites. And then we'll go over what the B-Man is playing and watching. Alright, so um, also you guys know that the B-Man loves his comic book based TV shows and movies. You know, for somebody who's never read comic books, those things are my bread and butter. You give me a movie or TV show based on comic book characters and I am in heaven. To be honest, I even like the Catwoman movie. I'm not going to lie. Granted, it is so different than Catwoman continuity, I know. But just for whatever it is. If it was called something else. It was called uh, She-Woman Who Can Climb Buildings and Do Stunts. <laughs> I would like it. No. Uh, all joking aside, um, I really do love this stuff. My favorite shows on TV right now are like Arrow, The Flash, Gotham. All superhero-based shows. I think they're really well done. So the guys who brought us Arrow and The Flash are bringing us Supergirl. It's been confirmed. It's going to be on CBS. And from what I understand, CBS and The CW are kind of like joint networks. In fact, The C in CW is CBS, and The W is Warner Brothers. So they got a lot of access to the comic books, and crossovers will be possible and probably likely. We probably will see The Flash or Arrow appear on Supergirl. I didn't know. I know it was approved, but I don't know how far along the show is actually being, you know, if it's being made. But uh, the latest rumor out there is that they have the villain. Like, the first villain to appear in this show is going to be a character called the Lumberjack. Okay, that's just, like, weird. I mean, I'm just picturing some guy, like, off the brawny paper towels <laughs> picture coming to harass her. What, does he carry a big axe? I don't think that's going to hurt Supergirl. Anyway, according to the description, he's more or less just being put out there to test her abilities because she comes out of hiding. Um, and the premise of the show is that uh, she has been keeping her powers in hiding and she's finally come to a point, I guess, in age or time. But she's willing to reveal her powers to the world and join her cousin in the fight to protect mankind. And uh, this character, the Lumberjack, in this world is going to be already a character who has given Superman problems. And he's going to become a problem for Supergirl. So considering that they have the first villain already lined up, I'm thinking that this show is closer than further from being made. Maybe even next fall we'll have a show. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. But I'm excited, you know. Another superhero show on TV. And from the guys who brought us Arrow and The Flash, uh, my hopes are high. I hope that we don't get burnout. You know, all these great shows come out and all these superhero shows. We might eventually be like, okay, can we watch something else? You know, reality TV was kind of cool back when the Osbournes did it. I fought Ozzy, and he had one of the first reality shows that I can remember on MTV. And I, I loved that show, watching him and his family and the crap that they went through. But we got so flooded with reality this and reality that, that it is by far my most hated type of TV at this point. 
And I just stay away from the whole thing. But anyway, I wanted to share that bit of news with you. And that will be my final story for this week. And uh, let's see if I can talk a little bit about what I am watching and playing. And then we'll go on from there. Alright, so I don't really like to sound like a broken record. I'm sure you guys don't want to hear me talk about the same exact thing every week. So I'm going to keep the gaming thing very, very brief, truthfully, because uh, not much has changed. Really quickly, I am still playing Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. If that's a game you're thinking about getting and you're interested in, it's a game you're going to spend a lot of time playing. It's an online RPG. These games really do not end. There is new content always being added. You're paying a subscription fee, and part of the deal for paying that is, yeah, it keeps the servers running, but it also gives money to the creators of the game to keep giving you content. And we're going to get an expansion within the next couple of months, and they're constantly putting up updates of new dungeons and new bosses and new crafting abilities. So these games are continuously going on. And you're probably going to hear me week after week telling you how I'm playing that. So I'm not going to really go over much of that this week. Uh, not much has changed as far as what I'm doing in that game. Uh, also, I've been playing Warframe for the last two or three weeks, and I talked about that last week as well. It's a third-person shooter, free-to-play, and it's a lot of fun, and I'm still playing that game. So with that being said, let's see what I can talk about. There's any shows I'm watching. Um, you guys know the type of shows I would like to watch. I already talked about that in the news segment, but yes... Arrow is back, um, Flash is back, they already had two episodes each since they came back from like a month and a half break at the, the mid-season finale. There was some huge, huge cliffhangers that got resolved very quickly. Uh, I'm not going to really talk about it because there might be some of you out there who have not gotten into these shows, and especially Arrow. The way Arrow ended this mid-season was like WTF moment, and you knew it couldn't be true, but part of you was like, maybe it is. And then um, that was resolved within the first episode back. And I kind of wish they would have dragged that along a little further just to keep us wondering. Even though... Alright, I'm going to leave it there. Because I don't really want to go spoilers. Anyway, they both had two episodes back. Very good. Um, Black Canary, number two we'll call it, made her debut this past episode. Well, she sort of had a quick cameo at the end of the first episode back from the break. But this was a very Black Canary-centric episode. Um, in case you didn't know, Black Canary number one, which was uh, Sarah Lance, she had passed away, was killed, and we'll leave it at that. Um, but her sister has taken over, and I really like what they're doing with that character, Laurel. Uh, last season, a lot of people hated her. I did not. I understand what they had to put her through this bad part. You know, she was going through the alcoholism and the depression and the drugs and whatnot. And I think all that got her to the point where she is now, and she's ready to take up the mantle of her sister. I also like that she doesn't come off just being such a kick-ass character right away. She is not that good at being a superhero. She has a lot of heart. She doesn't give up. And she she does get better over time. But she's not as good as the others she's teaming up with. So I like the way they're doing this. And it's an evolution of the character. So very cool. Like that. Um, The Flash is a... I don't know. I I love The Flash, but it's like... I want answers, and it's taken... You know, for a show about speed, they're taking their time revealing these answers. You know, we want to know about this Dr. Wells. Who is he? Is he bad? Is he good? Is he the evil Flash? And there's just so many more questions raised than answered. But it was another solid episode featuring a guy who uses sound waves to fight people. So very cool. And um, Gotham's still going on. A very good show. I like that as well. A lot of people don't like the fact that there's a young Bruce Wayne and Catwoman and stuff like that. But 
I like the way they do everything. The villains are in it, but they're not like this, you know. They're not the villains that we know exactly. They're like early versions of them. And it's a very mafia-themed show. I like that they got the different crime families and bosses. And it's all coming together. Um, I said this week after week, and I'm going to say it again. The Penguin is probably one of the greatest things of that cast. But um, in addition to Gordon, the guy who plays... Uh, he's not Commissioner Gordon at this point. He's like Detective Gordon. But a lot of cool stuff going on in that show. The Grim is back. Um, that's on Friday nights. Another cool show I like about a guy who can see uh, people for what they really are. And we live in a world where there are monsters, but they look like regular people. And only the Grim or the people the monsters want to see can actually see them. And he teams up with a group of people and they take down the monsters and sometimes help them because they're not all bad, as you see from this show. All right, so anyway, what else is the B-Man watching? Well, I also watch Sleepy Hollow, which is another fun show with um, this season is good. It feels a little slower than last season. Um, I think last season hit a fever pitch with Moloch and uh, the guy who played the Horseman of War. He also played uh, Dr. Bishop in uh, Fringe, the old guy. He was in Lord of the Rings as well, if you know who I'm talking about. I forgot the actor's name, but you'll know the guy if you see him. And I thought he, he's a great character whenever he's on screen. And he hasn't had much screen time this year, if any, that I can remember, so... Um, I like him, and of course the Headless Horseman's a pretty cool character that hasn't had much screen time either. They seem to be focusing on other, you know, lesser characters, but a solid show. You know, if you like Supernatural and you want to see people, you know, fighting a good fight, it's a pretty cool show. Oh, speaking of Supernatural, that's another show that Beatman watches. An enjoyable show, too. That's in its 10th season. So 10 seasons of the Winchester Brothers fighting demons and stuff. And you know what? It still hasn't gotten old. Granted, some things are, you know... Getting a little bit stale, but um, this past episode had Felicia Day, and any episode of her is enjoyable, truthfully. She's a fun character. She plays a character called Charlie, and um, very cool episode. So, that's Supernatural. And then I gotta get back into Salem. I told you a few weeks ago I started watching Salem. So, there's just a lot that the B Man is watching. But my gaming has been taking up most of my time. That Final Fantasy, I mean, I can come up for work, make sure I go to the gym, because otherwise I'll just become. Uh, lethargic and the way i eat i should be about 400 pounds so i definitely gotta keep up to the gym but that aside i do play about four hours a day if not more of final fantasy of realm reborn so to fit in these other shows it's a miracle all right so that's it i think i gave you guys a pretty good update to what the b-man is up to in the shows i'm currently watching and where they are i want to thank everybody who joins me this week and every week and you can always go to the blog chillingwithb1.blogspot.com to check out all prior episodes. And I'll have a link to the YouTube video I talked about earlier. It was a real laugh. I think you'll get a kick out of it. And you know what? Like I've been doing every week, I'm going to leave you guys with a rocking tune. So with that being said, peace out, my wannabes.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.